Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Anderson, astronaut, a man barely interesting. I just picture you sitting on the rail at a strip club eating a Lunchable. Will Darkens, hot air balloon attendant, frightened by technology. I, I love you, but you're saying that this little old man, this dude was a clean 6'6". We have the capability to build the 33rd best radio show in Portland on Saturdays about sports. The Sinner and the Saint will be that show. Better than they were before. Sportsier. Funnier. More Labradoodles. The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate Show on 1080 The Fan. The Odyssey. Map and 1080thefan.com. Hey, happy Saturday morning, Portland. I hope you beautiful people are having a wonderful start to your day. But first, let's check in with the most important person, Will Darkens. What is happening, my man? I experienced my first, count it, first intense traffic jam. Did you really? Congratulations. First time. First time ever or first time since? Okay. Here's how I describe an intense traffic jam. Please explain away. You have to get out of your car and go do something else. Oh, that's intense. This is your first one ever? That's my first time Ooh. I've ever been in such horrible traffic. That you that- got, you walked up to the car in front of you and knocked on the window and go, how you guys doing? <laughs> hey, uh, you guys see all this traffic? Uh, Anybody any, know what this is about? Any idea what's going on up there? <laughs> <laughs> or the person that pulls over a little bit into the shoulder and is like, yeah. the hell is uh, going on up there? wonder if I could see what's going on up there. So I don't know if anybody was driving uh, over in the Beaverton area of where 217 and uh, 26 meet. Anybody? No, not me. What about anybody? Anybody listening? 503-250-1080 is the <laughs> fan text line. Hurry up and get those texts in so we can confirm. Just yell out your window. Anyway, yeah. yesterday uh, I was driving home and somebody was having a mental health crisis on 26 and basically just walked out in front of the road. Yeah, you don't want that. No. And so it stop traffic in all directions. So anyway, I'm driving down Beaverton Hillsdale highway and I get caught in this traffic, right? Yep. And so I'm like, damn it. Turn down a side street traffic there too. Yeah. So I pull over and I park and I get out and I went in Chuck E. Cheese. Wait, what? Please tell me. I went in Chuck E. Cheese by yourself. Yeah. As an adult man. At 3.30 on a Friday. Looking like you look m- most days. Yeah. Burnt out on weed yeah. and lack of sleep. Yeah. just a, I don't even smoke anymore, but I definitely look like shit, I've been burnt out. Just a heater hanging yeah. out of your mouth. Anyway, going to uh, Chuck E. Cheese because I got to use the bathroom, okay? Oh, gotcha. Right. I was going to say, how quickly did they throw you out? And then right, you go right, right. right to the little boy's room. <laughs> Excuse me, which way to the little boy's room? <laughs> Look, they got parent toilets there. Excuse me, miss. It's not just kids at Chuck E. Cheese. Looking, I'm looking for the room that the boys use, you know, for tinkling. So I go to Chuck E. Cheese, right? <laughs> yeah. Use the bathroom. Um, find it. Use I've it. Not, I've not been in a Chuck E. Cheese since I was probably six years old. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, okay. It's just awful. Okay, perfect. Just wanted to I confirm. mean, the whole idea of the ball pit and, like, physical activity as fun yeah. has just flown over kids' heads now. Like oh. that, that's not what it's about anymore. It's about the tablets and the games. That's what they want. Yeah. They don't want the ball pit. They you, don't want to like swim under the ball pit, get crushed. Well, because their tablets <laughs> telling them that it's gross it's in there. Right. They're a more informed society. <laughs> yeah, 
they're just a little bit brighter. They're like, ah, that ball pit looks a little sketchy. Let me just uh, yeah. check out my phone. Yep. Yep. It's gross. See there. Those uh, balls do not ever get washed. Also, I'll take my water. No ice. Thanks. Uh, don't need the sugars. And those ice machines don't get cleaned very well either. I mean, you would know you have kids. Well, I'm just I'm telling you. So I went to the bathroom there and uh, then I came out and um, I walk out and I notice there's two other adults just hanging out. They're hanging out. Did they give you the head nod like, they what's, did. Up, you, what's up, you perving out too? Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't the perving out nod. It was, they did the same thing. Oh. <laughs> they were both caught in traffic too. Okay. They parked. Did they park their vans next to your van no, or no. Like, were there three, three white vans? But they did too because we were the only three adults in there. Right. I mean, except for the other parents and you could tell the parents, the parents were like close proximity to their kids and their kids were doing stuff. But like we were the only three adults in there and I come up to them and I go traffic, huh? And they go, yeah, I just decided to wait it out at Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. It was the only place that was close to where we were all like caught in traffic. And I'm not going to, I had to really go to the bathroom. I'm not going to friggin' sit in traffic. Yeah. For what, what would have been like an hour and a half, like what? 10 minutes from my house. So I just parked and I went in there. So, so the question is, yeah. how'd you do on whack-a-mole? I didn't play. What? No. Didn't even pick up a game. Didn't even challenge the other uh, P guys to a, a little pop a shot or something. So I think we discussed this. I mean, we covered it, right? Yeah. I can't go walk around in a Chuck E. Cheese no, by myself without a kid. Hey, if there's three other guys, <laughs> two other guys there, just you, the three of you go over and play some Papa Shot. Hey, what? I, we're all here. <laughs> First game's on me. Uh, are we paying customers? <laughs> I think yes. We are now. Yeah. Let's go. Take you guys on on a little bit of uh, you know, ski ball. Let's no, go. we all we all kind of had that glance and nod towards each other yeah. the understanding that was like look we're making the best of a horrible situation and we all understand yeah. we've made it really bad like this isn't good that three adult men i mean one of them looked like he was in his 50s which is not yeah. i mean the older you get going into a church e. yeah. without an attending child the worse it gets yeah i suppose yeah I mean, except like, unless you're like 80, 90, yeah, 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 yeah. If you're they 80 or 90, point. they just kind of assume that you're confused. I think, I think after retirement age, it starts to get less creepy. I think 65 is the, uh, the, the peak of, well, I don't even know if it's a peak. I think 50 year old guy creepier than 65 year old guy. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. I think I, you reach a certain age yeah. where you can go to Chuck E. Cheese yeah, without think, a child and no one will ask questions. Yeah. I think it gets more innocent. 55. Uh, it's still bad. You know what? That's what I'm saying. I think 55 might be the worst. The oh, apex right, right, right. of the terrible. Yeah. I think after that, you start to get a little better. Yeah, 102? You stop at every Chuck E. Cheese to pee that you see. That's right. They should give you a free slice <laughs> yeah. when you go in there. Exactly. Hey, welcome back. Yeah. You're driving back to, your, to visit your grandkids? Yeah. I am. Oh, well, have a good pee. See you Who later. did you hit today? <laughs> Just stopping by to empty the catheter. Yeah, and it didn't really, like register with me that it was bad yeah i just uh, had to pee i mean it was those moments where like yep. you gotta pee so bad you're just like screw it let's do this now there was a home depot right next to it but i knew it was gonna be a pain in the ass to find the bathroom in a yeah. home depot yeah so i just do want to read this uh text from danbo because i think sure. it is funny he asked the question why does this feel on brand for will oh come on because it is it's not that bad no, is it? It's not bad. It's on brand. It's on, br oh, on brand. Why does it feel on brand for Will? I think it's, I don't think anybody that's ever listened to this show is all that surprised by that story. I guess so. I do like that you had no, like, uh, like I would have went to Home Depot. No. I, I'm just telling you what I would have done. Dude. If I looked at the two choices between the Home Depot mm. and the Chuck E. Cheese going to the Home Depot, plus... Probably need something from Home Depot. Yeah. You know? Mm. Got any, I need some of the drywall supports mm -hmm. or new pair of needle-nose pliers. Take a look at that umbrella we were checking out the other day for the patio. Oh, don't do that. No, just checking it out. Don't don't buy patio furniture. Not patio furniture. It's new historically umbrella. a horrible investment. New umbrella. Awful. Got a nice umbrella. 
I wouldn't mind a new one. I had to talk my wife out of getting patio furniture, like right when we moved into our house. For some reason, when we moved in, she was like, she was adamant that we need patio furniture because yeah. it was like the first time we've ever had a deck. Sure. But like more than anything else, which by the way, we had to get new screens for our windows because Ooh. our windows didn't have them. So I was like, yeah. well, we need to go there and we need to get the stuff to build the screen and the blah, blah, blah. And she's like, yeah, but I want to look at the patio furniture first. I was like, I'm not blowing eleven hundred dollars on patio furniture. No, we've got we've got folding chairs. We actually just had we just lost one. We just lost one of our folding chairs that we bought for, for a bear steal it or something. No, so we bought a set. Jeez, we were living in Los Angeles uh, let's say twelve years ago. Mm. Went into like uh, CVS. Yeah, for a hundred bucks, they had a table and then four folding chairs that went around. That's it. a pretty good well, deal. That's a pretty great deal. So we're like, Except right. you bought it at CVS, and now I'm concerned. Why? <laughs> Tell me why. It's CVS. 12 years later, <laughs> still got it, right? One of the chairs finally had a little tear in it, and it uh, disappeared. Now, you know a bunch of people farted in that before you bought it, right? Well, but see, no padding in this one. It's the, oh, yeah, so okay. we're fine. Right, you right. fart in that chair all you want. I'm okay. still buying it. So we, we, we picked it up all those years ago, and then when we were moving, I was waiting for... I was waiting for somebody. We got one of the pods, mm. and you put all the stuff in it, and then they ship it up, and then you meet it up there when you get to where you're going. Right. So I remember sitting there waiting for somebody to finish up what we were doing with the pod. Like they were coming one trip, one last trip down. Mm. Left one of the chairs outside of the pod, so lost it. That was the first one that was gone. Okay. And then we moved up here, and we didn't need the furniture. Or we didn't have space for it or something. We were living in downtown Portland, so I gave it to my brother for a while. He just left it sitting in his yard, so now it's all sun-faded. Uh, we get the yeah. house, we take it back, and then here it is 12 years later. That stuff held up a great time. 100 bucks 12 years ago held up a great time. Just lost one of the chairs now, so we, now we have to get some new folding furniture. But, yeah, you don't need the nice, plush outdoor furniture unless you live in Hawaii. Yes, but then isn't that going to get weather weather beaten? Yeah, but uh, here's the thing. Well, even indoor furniture uh, is going to get weather beaten because the, the windows stay open pretty much all the time. But you spend most of your time sitting outside when you live in Hawaii. And the indoor furniture is basically outdoor furniture. Yeah, I suppose. I still say you spend too much. I'm telling you. What time? I still say you spend too I much. I spent 100 CBS. bucks. Yeah. 100 bucks. I, I, for the table plus the four chairs. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you're talking... 50 bucks for the table and you know 1250 for each of the chairs that's a pretty good deal i am adamantly against deck furniture just get the camping chair why don't you just buy a camping chair the you know you can take the camping chair anywhere with you it doesn't have to stay on your deck yeah the folding chairs work for camping you can take it to a friend's house when they invite uh, you over for a party and you're like uh, you know you get in there with your camping chair and they're like hey we have couches and chairs here. Why did you bring your own chair? And yeah, you're like, weird. because I didn't know if you'd have chairs. Yeah. I wanted somewhere to sit that I <laughs> prefer. Look, I'm a, I'm a planner. Well, I need to ask you the question now because this is a big thing. Right. Which which type of camping chair do you prefer? Um, well, they have the director's style. Where oh, that thing? Y- yeah, no, I don't, I'm not about that. Oh, you like the the accordion kind? Yeah, that, it's got to do the accordion because it, it has yeah, that no, nice lean no, back. No, it, no, no, because I have a big ass. And the director chair one is going to sink it in, nope. and I eventually break them. See, you get the nice, the aluminum-framed director's chair style that does the uh, the fold-up. Here's what happens. Every time I go camping, I have two of those chairs. I always bring both of them, even though nobody else. My wife prefers the the accordion style that pops out from the you know little pouch sack. Yeah. Kids have their own chairs. I bring, you know what I'm, you know, stuff sack. Oh, I've seen a pouch sack. You know what I'm talking about. I do. Yep. Anyways. Wait, what are we talking about? Kangaroos pouch sacks. Okay. Anyways. So every time I bring the director style chairs, everybody else brings the whole garbage chairs. I go to sit down by the fire. Both of my chairs are filled by somebody that brought a, a weaker chair every time. Every single time. If there's more than three people camping, I can't find a spot on one of my chairs. Now I have to sit in the accordion-style garbage chair that doesn't have enough support, and like one of the arms is already falling off. I've had mine forever. They're in great shape. I just want to sit in one of those two chairs. I brought one so somebody else can have one. 
Those are the first ones taken every time. Next time you're at a fire, I know that you don't have friends and you go camping by yourself. That's right. But if it ever happens that you're with a group of people, watch. Uh, watch. Just sit in your, your dumb chair and watch everybody which chair they pick. That's a very humble dad brag. Not dad bragging on anything. That's a dad brag. How is that a dad brag? Did I have better chairs? Something that like you don't need to brag about, deck chairs, camping chairs like that. Yeah, it's like a humble brag, like, look, you know, these people, they're uh, you know, their backs are just in pieces right now. They're lucky I brought my chairs to the campsite. Yeah. They're just lucky. Yeah. It's like you bring in your own grill to a barbecue, being like, look, I know Fred does it through propane. But right here, you need the coal taste. We do charcoal. Yeah, change it up a we bit. Do, we do charcoal. I, we I do charcoal. You, do. you know I, that we do. <laughs> you know that we do. Hey, we have some big, uh, big Blazers news, huh? Is it? They couldn't break it during the show yesterday. Fill it in for prime time. We're just waiting, waiting, waiting. And as soon as we get off the air, well, I get blame home. them. I mean, I don't know. No, no. We were talking. I was talking uh, with Dusty Hera. Are you, do you know Dusty Hera at all? Uh, yeah, we talk sometimes. Okay. Dusty's prediction as as Isaac and I are coming into the studio to take over for AJ and Dusty. Dusty says, watch five o'clock. Blazers are going to announce at five o'clock on a Friday. Terry Stotts fired. Yeah. AJ McCord disagreed. She said they will mutually part ways. That part I agreed with her on. We were both correct. But the Friday afternoon, Dusty nailed it. But it was a little bit later than five o'clock. Yeah. I don't, uh, I don't think anybody's surprised by this. No, we'll except just, Swag was pissed. Was he really? Yeah, he was like, okay. gen- I, he was say, genuinely say, really mad say about it. it. Explain to me why. I, I can't, well, okay. I, I want to, I want to, uh, spoiler out alert. No, I never figured out why. Really? <laughs> I even asked him, I go, why are you so upset? Who cares? He's like, ah, you're just screwing the media. I was like, well, yeah, oh, that's geez. what they do. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, we got it. Like, oh, we'll never be able to talk about this on Monday. <laughs> All right, let's make fun of Swag. Uh, uh, yeah, hi, uh, 1080. Uh, we're going to fire Terry Stotts on uh, on Friday at 530. Does that work out well for you? Or would like 9 a.m. on Monday work better? Real quick, what part of what we do here as a collective yeah. screams media? Uh, I'm a member of the media. Sure. I guess. Sure. I don't know. I just told a story about going into exactly. a Chuck E. Cheese yes, unattended you peeing. You so. did. <laughs> probably, you, you really probably did. Probably not the most respectable story. And then I went camp chair bragging for five minutes. So, hey, listen. Hell of a chair. We'll, we'll do our best Im- imitation of media members, and we'll discuss mm. the coaching vacancy yeah. here in the Rose City. We'll do it next. It's a Sinner and the Saint on 1080 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Final welcome back in. Uh, Terry Stotts, uh, you may know him as the Portland Trailblazers head coach. No more! They fired him. They fired him. It says mutual parting of ways, but uh, he was let go. The Portland Trailblazers have moved on from the coach. He was there for nine seasons, eight playoff appearances. Five of those were a first-round exit. Four of the last five years were first-round exits. Uh, Time to turn the page. On Terry Stotts. Terry Stotts. Uh, we still have a lot of people very angry about uh, Neil Olshay still having a job today. Uh, one of those people was I Everett Rop yesterday. May have listened to primetime a little bit and heard that. But text oh, really? 503-250-1080 is the fan text line. We already have people on this morning. Might be might be Rop himself. On this morning, let us know that they're unhappy with that. Um, but I do need to go to this one right away. Before we get into the actual coaching candidates, 
Somebody says, please, Blazers, get Mark Jackson. I hope that is a joke text. I listened to Mark Jackson for like three seconds yesterday during the Clippers uh, Mavericks game. Mm. Tim Hardaway Jr. goes to the rim, gets a lot of contact, yeah. makes a shot. And Mark Jackson comes on and goes, he did it the hard way. And oh. I, I sh- shut off the sound. Are you serious? That's yeah. pretty great. Really? I didn't even think of that one. What? <laughs> That's great. <laughs> oh, no. Kidding me? Hard away. That's a wordsmith. I, yeah. Badass. I, yeah. Look, Mark Jackson was a pretty good coach. I, that's not even the most egregious one to me. Oh, there's honestly. some. There are some yeah. bad ones. You want you want to go through the bad sure. ones? Yeah, these are again the list of uh, uh, rumored at this point uh, replacements for Terry. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to guess the worst one in your mind. Okay, go, Mike D'Antoni. Uh, no, really? Yeah, Jeff Van Gundy. Uh, no. Ooh, uh, David Vanderpool. Ooh, definitely not. Yeah, people were very excited about that. One. I'm trying to think of who else I've seen. Um. I thought D'Antoni for sure would be your... No, D'Antoni's fine. You know, the only thing with D'Antoni would be that you would then see a massive roster shakeup. Like, he would look at this roster right yeah. now and go, no. Well, and He'd the... say, I'm trading Nurkic. Yeah. He might keep CJ, to be quite honest. Yeah. And he would start moving many pieces to try to get even more shooters. Well, yeah, but the, the other thing that you would see is is no change in the defensive effort from oh, the Portland yeah. Trailblazers team. That's why I thought you would be upset by that one. So I've seen Van Gundy. I've seen... Um, Dan Tony. Mm. And then the other two that are that are out there, these ones are suggestions from Damian Lillard. Would like to see Jason Kidd and Chauncey Billups. Are either of those two on your egregious list? Yeah, Jason Kidd's the worst. Okay. I didn't want I didn't want to go there because you have Damian Lillard endorsing this. And I think that Jason Kidd was the one that I think everybody was upset when it initially was brought up. Now, why is everybody so upset about it? Like in a real, I mean, I, I don't like it, but I'm not really upset. I, I'm just kind of like, yeah, I don't see that. You know, he flamed out in two places he did, and, and he, he's been an assistant and people call him a player's coach, which in my mind means you don't know what the hell you're doing when it comes to X's <laughs> and O's. Yeah. Well, and he just had that hacky water thing where he had a coach bump into him to spill water on the court. I actually like that. I did you? Yeah. I thought it was funny. <laughs> Hey, it worked, didn't it? <laughs> it was so, so <laughs> bad. Fine, but, yeah. It was so bad. Yeah. But, um, okay, so Jason Kidd is the the worst candidate. The The whole idea that Dame Dame's first choice, another kid from Oakland. Mm. No? Uh, well, okay. Let's go ahead. Yeah, okay. Go ahead. Let's just lay it out here. Sure. Uh, Damian Lillard is incredibly distraught right now. He, he's yeah. really pissed off. He's very mad. Um, he's going directly to two outlets that he trusts quite a bit, Chris Haynes and the athletic. I think he probably, uh, did this through quick or, uh, the article in the athletic was attributed to, um, shams, but you know, he's going directly to these outlets and he's telling them what he wants. You know, this in this in his MO, this isn't what he's done in the past. He's gone to outlets and he's talked sure. to them about certain things and yeah, he's made some maybe passive aggressive comments. I remember there was one where he was kind of suggesting that he might not like where the team is going. I think this was like a year ago, but I mean, it was always kind of just like tongue in cheek kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. This is the most direct display by Damian Lillard that he is very distraught right now about what is going on in the organization. And he's basically making decisions or at least putting decisions out there that are kind of good. It's real gut level. Yeah. Jason Kidd is not a good solution. Maybe Chauncey Billups is. Chauncey Billups seems interesting, but at the same time, what you're about to embark on as the Trailblazers organization is going to be one of the greatest challenges you will face probably in your franchise's history. Maybe not so much on the Jailblazers level, but it's the challenge of you now have three to four years to win a title before you get torpedoed into obscurity. (laughs) Because I'll tell you this right now, if you cannot go land a massive free agent of the likes of Jimmy Butler, Kawhi Leonard, possibly Carl Anthony Towns, I would say that's an upgrade, but I don't know if that's like an all-star level guy. He's he's an all-star. He's an all-star. Two-time all-star. I'm talking more guys like Kawhi Leonard, Jimmy Butler, your Ben Simmons, that kind of stuff. If you can't do that, Dame's out. He's gone. Yeah. He, he's gone at the end of his contract. 
And well, I don't think he'll force his way out like Aaron Rodgers is doing, but he he's he's out of there. But what results do you need? Is, is it championship or bust in the next three years, or is it you need to play for an NBA Finals? You need to be a, yeah. a NBA deep Finals playoff team. Okay, yeah, I think so, you got to make it to the NBA Finals. Okay. I mean, of course, you'd love to win the NBA Finals, but sure. I think if for him in his mind, if you get there then that is a validation that what you're doing is right. Okay. And I think that what has been so probably in Dame's head to be, you know, distressing is the fact that you were moving in an upward trajectory. Mm -hmm. You got to the Western conference finals and then you took a friggin' nosedive. Yeah. You also played through two COVID years too, which were very bizarre situations. A lot of injuries over that time period. And it's at this point, I think that it is it's Damian Lillard kind of steering things. And for everybody that's upset about Neil Olshay, we talked with Jason Quick yesterday and I asked him, I go, what's what's Damian Lillard's relationship with Neil Olshay? And Quick said that he believes that Damian Lillard can walk into Neil's office and not veto, but discuss who he wants from a list of potential trade candidates free agents, and, he, and he's at least in conversations with roster moves. It feels very much like he does have some power in this coaching search, and so giving your superstar some power to, to appease him makes a ton of sense. Jason Kidd, I, I, don't, I mean, I brought up the the reason that I think a lot of people don't like him, and you did too, the flameouts, the, the kind of hacky behavior on the sideline. The fact that he's an assistant in Los Angeles somehow has, has given him some redemption, I guess, in his coaching career from what I was reading yesterday, which I don't totally understand. But, I mean, they did win a championship. This year it was, you know, Anthony Davis injuries that kind of and, – and LeBron James injuries that prevented them from being great in the playoffs. So I don't know how that is a redemption story for Jason Kidd. Chauncey Billups is – if you look at an assistant coach with the Clippers, they're underperforming right now. So you don't put it all on an assistant coach, obviously. But he'd be a first-time head coach – coming in with a veteran roster and potentially if you're making any of the moves that you suggested, it will become even more veteran laden roster. And you have a 44 year old first time head coach. I don't know if that's the right answer, but if Damian Lillard puts his endorsement on it, I think it's Blazers fans. You go, all right, let's go. Yeah. Kind of what you have to do. And, and that's, I mean, I hate to call that kind of a crappy situation, but it is kind of a crappy situation you're in. Yeah, but who do you trust more? Damian Lillard to help make the coaching decision or Kyle from Beaverton? It's like all these people saying that oh, this Kyle. is what you have to do. No, uh, Kyle every time. All right. Come on, pick someone else, dude. <laughs> you know I ride or, ride or die with Kyle. All right, Jimmy from Gresham. Kyle's my boy. Now, Jimmy from Gresham can go straight to hell. <laughs> that guy doesn't know what he's talking about. I'm tired of him running his mouth against me on Twitter. I'll tell you what, Jimmy from Gresham. I'm coming to get you. You better watch your knees. I get you. I come for your knees. You be a tough guy. You come down to the station. You tell me why I'm wrong about this, Jimmy. All right. If Jason Kidd is the lead candidate. Yeah. And he's your least favorite candidate. Uh Who would be better? Oh, we have a poll question. At Center Saint 1080, if you'd like to participate, pull over to the nearest Chuck E. Cheese, take a whiz, then go on to Twitter. Get a and beer. Vote. <laughs> a little lackable. Do they serve beer at Chuck E. Cheese? I don't know. So he said there's a one beer per hour no. limit on the text line. No way. I, I don't know if that's true. Wait, don't <laughs> people getting sauced at Chuck E. Cheese? But you need to have beer, otherwise the parents would just leave. I don't know. I don't know anything about Chuck E. Cheese. I've been there. I think I've been to one Chuck E. Cheese in my life. And and to be quite honest, my memory could be fuzzy because I was like six years old. It could have been a knockoff Chuck E. Cheese, but I think I've been in one in my life. So with that being said, <laughs> a Charles Cheddar. <laughs> Charles. Ooh, Charles. Those are nice. Yeah. Those are nice. It's the fancier. The, yeah. It started in Wisconsin and they're like, we don't just do cheese. We do cheddar. Um, Twitter poll. Go vote. We'll get you uh, the results so far on that poll after this very informative Will Darkin Sports Center update. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit hyundaiusa.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right. Welcome back in. We put a poll up on Twitter. The show page is at Center Saint 1080. And uh, there was a poll question there. So it sounds like Jason Kidd is the guy that Dame wants. Yesterday, talking to Quick, I asked him because I'd seen Mark Stein had it out that uh, Jason Kidd might be a front runner for the job. Also, Boston interested in Jason Kidd as a head coach. Um, and I asked Quick. He said he hadn't heard that. But then uh, after primetime yesterday, we... We heard that Damian Lillard told Yahoo Sports, hey, that's the guy that I want. I want that Jason Kidd kid. Gotta guy. get me some kid. Gotta, gotta, gotta get it. Got, got to get it. Yeah, that's what we heard. So, Portland was not too happy about the idea. If you look <laughs> at the, the Twitterverse. Mm. I did. I was on Twitter today. You see, I was actually. I did. I was doing some tweeting. You were tweeting. It's all over it. It's all over the tweets today. So, we put up a poll. Tried to find some alternatives, Jason Kidd. Go on, vote. Will, what's the uh, what's the question? How's it phrased, and who are the options? Jason Kidd is an unpopular choice for Rip City's next coach. Which fan personality would you rather have coach the Zers? Ooh. Coming in at uh, old 12% there is Mr. Dusty Hara. Okay. 13% swag. All right. 30% souk. But resoundingly, at 43%. One I, Everett Rupp. Oh, everybody wants the Ropper coaching him. Yeah. I did see a comment on the poll. Somebody said they want to see Rob just so he can wear his ascot. <laughs> so I like that. That would be good. I think that would be that he would have the right demeanor for a head coach, I think, on the sideline. Rob? Yeah, get one of those wooden pipes and his ascot and he'd just stand there in the blazer and then like pull the pipe out and shout. He would he would be uh like a coach from yesteryear. It'd be fantastic. Yeah. I don't know if he'd put too much effort into it. No, no, absolutely. I don't think any of them would. Maybe swag. Swag would oh, probably Dusty put some would. effort. Dusty would. You give Dusty a job to do. I think he I think he goes Yeah, full he'd get force. tired of it though once it got hard. Would he? Hey, oh. Oh, wait. Um You said that you're okay with D'Antoni over Kid. Yeah. Who's your favorite uh coaching candidate that you've seen so far? Uh Vanderpool. I like okay. Vanderpool and the reason being is that He's the best of both worlds, which is he'll most likely please Damian Lillard, even though Lillard's come out and yep. told all these publications. I think if you hire David Vanderpool, Damian Lillard's not going to be pissed about that. Yeah. Um, you already have a relationship with him here in Portland. You have a relationship with him. He seems like he's been doing a good job as an assistant. And, um, you know, he seems like somebody, too, who is an up-and-coming coach yeah, somebody he, who 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 will take the opportunity and really make it his own the thing i worry about with chauncey billups and jason kidd is that players very popular players who then go into coaching tend to have this problem of uh trying to uh what is the word project themselves onto the team so there might be a certain attitude they have, a certain feeling, a certain just je ne sais quoi that they try to then kind of infiltrate into the team and be like, be like that. Yeah. Do that. I don't, I'm not concerned about your culture. Do this. Hmm. Uh, and I think Vanderpool would be more kind of like feeling out the roster. Somebody put together, and I, I can't remember where I read this, but somebody was you know putting together some attributes that they they like about Kid as far as the relationship with Damian Lillard goes. He won his only championship after the age of thirty. You have CJ turning thirty. You have Dame thirty one by the start of next season. So you have these two, your two stars. Whether you agree that CJ is or is not a star uh, can be another debate, but your your two highest paid players, your two 
best players uh, are, are aging guards. And that's who Jason Kidd was when he won his championship. Played in the league for a very long time. He... He has head coaching experience, even though he hasn't been terribly successful with it. He has a losing record overall. At least he understands what the role is. He's been on the sideline with a championship team. It, it was a bubble. I realized that it was a different thing, but I think he, I think he is going to learn something from that experience. So if Jason Kidd does come in, it's your superstars pick. And as a player, I think he can relate to what's going on with the mentality of these guys. Now, Damian Lillard and Jason Kidd play basketball in a very, very different way. So I don't think, I think he has enough respect for Lillard as a player that I don't think what, what you're suggesting is going to happen where it's like, you need to be more like Jason Kidd. I don't think that's the way that he's going to come into things. Partly because of the coaching experience, partly just because he, he understood, he changed his game. The way he played mm. changed very much over the years. And I think he can help those guys go, listen, here are the things that we need to focus on as you get older if you really want to win a championship, here are the most important things. Yeah, I'm. Uh, That's my defense. I mean, I'm open to that. Yeah. I, yeah. Again, this is this is kind of a forced defense of Jason Kidd because initially I didn't really like the idea, but but. If, if that's who Damian Lillard wants, I think we all have to kind of get behind it. I think really the core of the problem, and you'll probably agree with me on this, um, is that really Neil O'Shea needs to go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean you know, the, all right, let's, let's, yeah, let's go, line go, it up. Go for okay. It. I, this is kind of what I think people are thinking right now but they don't want to say it because you're a fan and you love this team i love this team i've been watching this team since i was a freaking there we go <laughs> got that dump in there um, go. uh yeah you used to watch it in diapers yeah i used to listen to it on on the radio but um <laughs> you know to me it's more like you understand that probably this championship window is gone Do you, who, who are you going to realistically get as a free agent? Well, so this, this is my thought. Who, if, wait, wait, wait. who are you going to get as a free agent that it will actually make a difference? Like championship wise. The, the, the name, I don't know. Cause I don't think anybody's going to come in and be a bigger star than Damian Lillard. I don't think you're getting Kawhi Leonard. I don't think you're getting Jimmy Butler. I, I, I don't think that's what's going to happen. But I think that there are some pieces out there. I don't I don't know if they're going to be the championship recipe, but there's some good players that are that are available in free agency. The question is, if you're sitting at home and you're on a non-playoff team and you're mm. going into free agency, the reason the Warriors were always so tough to beat is they always had guys take less money to come out there. The David Wests and the mm. and the the um Sean Livingston that that they came for a redemption tour and they stayed and they stayed content. And they were happy to be on that team. Um, there, there's a few other names that, that escape me right now, but there's always guys that came in and, and played for a little less money. If you're sitting there and you're a veteran player and you just watched what Damian Lillard did, just take game five and you're sitting there going, man, if I could go and play with that dude, I would totally take the opportunity. I think Damian Lillard has made Portland more attractive than a lot of places because of the way that he plays. The the, the phone calls immediately after that Instagram post, apparently the Knicks, Heat, Clippers are all calling to make trades. If Damian Lillard were available, people would give up everything for him. So what does it do for the actual free agent market when people look at it and go, man, I can go and play in Portland with that dude and help him win a championship as passionate he, as he is about that city and the fans and everything that's going on there. It, it feels to me like Portland is as desirable as it's ever been. And if Jason Kidd does have the reputation that, you know, apparently he has with players, now you hire a player's coach and you're going out in free agency with, a, I think, as, as good a sales opportunity as Portland's ever had. Um, I mean... Yeah, but again, my question, yeah. who is the guy that will legitimately get you to a title? If I, Dude, if I knew that, come on. I know, but yeah. that's kind of my point, yeah. is that I think you probably missed the window. I think that you completely missed that C.J. McCollum's peak, whenever that was. I mean, you could have argued it was earlier this season. He had all-star <laughs> numbers. 
his highest trade value is gone. Sure. You're probably not going to get as much, which means that you're probably not going to get Jimmy Butler, which means you're probably not going to get Kawhi Leonard, even though I've heard that rumor kind of floating around. You might get Carl Anthony Towns, but you'd have to give up a couple things. And then at the end of the day, how much is Carl Anthony Towns really putting you that much higher to title contention in the Western Conference? You could go get Jalen Brown. I've heard that uh, trade too, like a a CJ and there's one other player and you'd get Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart. That seemed kind of intriguing. But to be quite honest, you're not going to get the guy that's actually going to get you over the top. So now you're get, going into a situation where you've probably missed your title window. Well, but, but you, what, it, it, the only chance you have to possibly get it back is to go super bold with your hire. It, it's I think back to the the Pistons bad boy documentary and that they did a really good job of framing out the, the way that team was built because you had Isaiah Thomas and you had Joe Dumars. Great players. Yeah. And then they showed how the pieces and Bill Lambeer inside, and they showed how they kind of slowly added pieces. One of the guys that they pointed to that took him over the top was Rick Mahorn. Rick. Rick Mahorn. Is there a Rick Mahorn out there that you can go and get? Like he's not a he's not an NBA legend. He's not a guy that we look at and go, that's the piece. Can we just go get Rick Mahorn? Maybe. <laughs> Joey Harrington was on with us last night. He was talking about going and getting a guy like Draymond Green, yeah. Ben Wallace, yeah, uh, a guy with spikes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But a, a guy, a, a guy with teeth. That's going to go out and just punch somebody in the face. And, and that's kind of the role they tried to put Nurkic in to just body up on Jokic. Jokic is five, six fouls in every game are not the same as what Rodman, Dennis Rodman, another guy that he mentioned, his six fouls a game would have been. Just go get a guy. He doesn't have to be a great player. Just get somebody that is a, a, I don't know, top 10 defensive player, doesn't need the ball to be happy, and just wants to go and punch the best player on the other team in the face. That's the guy that you're missing. Who is that guy? I'm not sure. Do they make guys like that anymore? I don't know. Just go find somebody that got kicked out of college that would have been good if he wasn't. Bring him onto the team and just get an enforcer. Dude, Maybe it's Zach Collins. He's just too fragile. Dude, we, you're we looking at it, it right we, here. It is. It's Will Darkens. You're we looking at it. I can do that. I can do that. How long do you think you would on it? I'm, I'm asking this. How, how long do you honestly think you could last in an NBA game? Me? Before you got hurt. Two minutes. Really? No, oh, two, two, two minutes. seconds. Two seconds. Early. Yeah, uh, three times up and down the floor. Like whatever wow. it is, dude. Trying to keep That's up. pretty good. Yeah, no, well, listen. That's that, two possessions. Maybe. <laughs> not not really. It's one possession, and then I take the ball up, and I get stripped, and I chase the guy back. Like, I come out on a defensive possession. Yeah. I get burnt. They inbound the ball to me, because <laughs> I assume I'm playing point guard at five foot ten, right? right? I take the ball up to about half court. I get stripped. I turn yeah. around to chase the guy down that stole the ball from me. I pull a hamstring, and I'm done. Yeah. That's it. That's pretty accurate. Yeah, so, so three, three times. I, that's pretty good. I would say just once for me, because I think they'd probably clock me yeah. at half court with a double and then they would get really close to me and it would scare me and I'd throw the ball and I'd yeah. probably fall awkwardly and twist my knee. Oh, yeah. Done. I would get crossed over <laughs> and fall down, but I'd survive <laughs> that. Yeah. It's the trying to go from like, like backpedaling, losing the ball to turning around and sprinting where yeah. my hamstring would just pop. And that's a good done. one. Yeah. That's how I go. I love that. Two, two minutes. I was like, well, <laughs> Yeah. Well, hold on now. Yeah, no, I knew it wasn't two. I was going to say two seconds, but it's close. 20 seconds. 20 seconds is probably what That's I pretty like. generous, too. But I, I, I believe yeah. in you. I, I think I, you could I, probably last 20 seconds. I can make it through a shot game. clock. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. One possession, if. Yeah. yeah. Depends on how aggressive they are on defense. If they want to steal the ball from me, they can steal the ball from me. Um, hey, we got to do good versus evil. Let's do it next. Sinner and Saint on 1080 The Fan and Odyssey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Have you been too busy to keep up on sports this week? What has happened to the, What has happened? What has happened to the national interest? No time to form your own opinions? I stand before you here today in the midst of gnarly times. Well, no worries, bro. <laughs> 
Let the sinner and the saint shred the gnar while you just sit back and ride the wave. It's time for Good versus Evil, brought to you by the titan of Hawaiian restaurants, 808 on 1080 The Fan. The reason I got in it was uh, relationships, to have an impact on, on the young men that you have the honor to coach. That's why I got into coaching when I was 16. My coach had that impact on me and one of my teachers in high school. That was great, A coaching badass Mike Shashevsky. He held his first of many farewell press conferences this week at Duke. The program was a giant under Coach K. He led the Blue Devils to five NCAA Division I titles, 12 Final Fours, 15 ACC championships, 12 ACC regular season titles. John Shire set to replace him. Considering his success with Team USA, would you consider Coach K a top three basketball coach of all time top three red auerbach phil jackson um terry stotts no i wouldn't i wouldn't put him in there um i've hard time doing that no i don't i don't think that he is um I'm, i'd have to really go back and look at records i don't know larry brown up there maybe uh adolf rupp people might uh Go back. I'm just trying to think of the great coaches of all time. John Wooden, um, Pat Riley. I don't know. I mean, it's hard though, dude. Coach K is like a, a, yeah, yeah, he's a mantle head. Top 10, top five, probably. I mean, I don't know. I'd have to go, I'd have to go and look at number. I don't, that's what, that's why I bring up like Adolph Rupp. I don't know anything about him. I know that Rupp Arena is named after him in Kentucky was great, but that was when all white players played and they lost to, you know, the first all black starting five. So I, I'd have to go and dig through history, but you look at the championships uh, with the Celtics, the Lakers, the Bulls. Uh, I I don't think he is, but he's he's definitely up there in the in the top ten. I'll say. I think the biggest thing is that I'm passionate about this group of people. I'm passionate about the team that we have. I'm passionate about the people that work in our front office. I'm passionate about our coaching staff, and that's who I've spent all morning with. That was a boy who got caught in the middle of a squirt gun fight and then grew into a man-boy child overnight, Brad Stevens. Danny Ainge retired as president of basketball operations from the Celtics after 18 years and won NBA title this week. Stevens will leave his job as head coach, move into Ainge's position. It was a rough year for the Seas who were struck by COVID and eliminated from the playoffs in the first round. Who do you see coaching this team? Ooh, who do I see coaching this team? I don't know. It's it's um, specifically head coaching the team. <laughs> really, you don't want assistant coaches. You don't want to go through a litany of assistant coaches. I mean, you can, coaches. but we're kind of. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm curious. I mean, the, the Jason Kidd uh, rumors are uh, as as fervent. Uh, for he was first mentioned with the Celtics job before the uh, the job became available here for the Blazers. Uh, so I, I think it may be the same candidates we're looking at for the Portland Trailblazers. It's a much younger team out there, so I think it's a better fit for somebody like Chauncey Billups to go to Boston than it is to come to Portland. So I see Chauncey Billups in oh. Boston. First That's time head coach, young, young core. Yeah. All right, time for my favorite story of the week, and this one comes from Ohio, and I'm just going to warn you right now. It's a little political. Uh oh. It's a little political. Let's do it. So I don't want you to be offended by this. Okay. I might be, but I'll, I'll try my best. Headline: Ohio Trump supporter cited with misdemeanor after pooping on a Biden supporter's lawn. Is the election still going on? Like this, the fact that the Trump signs are still up. Do these people think the election is still going on? That there's a chance that Trump comes back in and replaces Biden? Are they are they already campaigning for 2024? Jerry Detrick, a former high school teacher, by the way. Okay. Oh, good. Has been hit with a misdemeanor citation for littering. I guess that's what the littering Wait, is. Littering? Yeah. It's not defecating in public. There's not there's not a law there. After he was allegedly seen pooping and urinating in the yard at around 3.15 a.m. Damn, dude. Well, he was drunk, so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, either <laughs> that or he's a early riser. Though it was on a Sunday morning, apparently. So. Yeah, well, he had to do it before church. <laughs> Jeez. Uh and then let's make it even worse is the fact that he pooped on the yard of a 70 year old man, <laughs> some old man's yard. Okay. So the reason I bring this up is okay. what does it take for you to poop on someone's doorstep Ooh. or yard? 
Like if it, I, knew I where can't you, believe if I knew where it would you be lived. that bad. Really. If I knew where you lived, I would I would do it. On no, the, you wouldn't. Oh, daily I'd poop on my yard. <laughs> That's all I'd do. No, I'd run the doorstep. Uh, what would it take for me to poop in somebody's yard? Because I have some pretty strong political convictions, but I would never poop on the yard of somebody I disagree with. Like it would have to take a lot for me to pinch a loaf off on somebody's doorstep or yard. 503-250-1080. For anybody here that's really upset about the idea of Jason Kidd being the head coach of the Portland Trailblazers, if he gets hired and you figure out where he moves into, would you go and poop on his lawn? Poop on his lawn? Yeah. Yeah, like uh, you have somebody miss like the game winner. Like let's say uh, CJ McCollum or or Robert Covington missed Mm. a couple dunks at the end of game five. If they were going up for like the dunk or the layup to go to the Western or go to the NBA finals or win the NBA, win finals, the NBA finals, whatever. Yeah. And they miss it. Would you poop on their lawn? No. Okay. I, I wouldn't. Yeah. I don't, no. I don't understand. Like I get it that when you're a teenager, it's kind of funny to poop yeah, yeah. on some lawns and yeah. short steps. <laughs> did, did you do that? That's kind of te- your window. Did you do that when you were a teenager? Yes. Who's? I'm not going to tell you. I know, but th- just say the relationship. Was it like classmates, teachers, oh, God. family? <laughs> your, I just it's your own lawn, wasn't it? As a <laughs> as an adult, I can't imagine something enraging me enough. Yeah. And here's the other part about it: pooping on a lawn is kind of like a weird in between, where like it would have to be something so horrible, but I wouldn't think to poop on the lawn i'd probably do something worse yeah you know what i mean like if if it's like wronging a family member or something i'm probably gonna skip that and go to like hitting their car yeah well like vandalizing something perhaps at what point do you feel like this will show them that's really the better question what kind of brain do you have where you're like (laughs) you know what I just want this guy to see eye to eye with my point of view. And I want him to have like an open, open dialogue about my political beliefs and, you know, just validate them. I'm going to go poop on his lawn. That's great. Uh, All right. That is your good versus evil. It is brought to you by 808 Hawaiian restaurant. You should eat their food because it is delicious. Uh, You can order it right online. A-T-E hyphen O-H hyphen A-T-E dot com in the next hour we need to discuss something uh that is puzzling is luka Doncic really that good because the numbers say maybe not we'll discuss that and Kawhi leonard goes off to prove that he is good at basketball we do that next center and saint on 1080 the fan and the odyssey app this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.